A day after Mahdi was handed over to the Navy, Robin arrived in Goa. We had invited him for the ceremony the day earlier, but he couldn't make it owing to a busy schedule. He had agreed to give Mahdi a look over, fine-tune her and teach me a few tricks of the trade. He also needed some sun and warm weather, having spent the previous week in the Arctic with temperatures of 40 degrees centigrade below freezing. It was an immensely fruitful and enjoyable visit. Robin stayed at the wardroom of the Indian Naval Academy, where the boat was berthed, and we would go out sailing almost every day with Ratnakar, Otavio, and anyone who else cared to join us. Each day was a learning experience, with Robin suggesting a whole lot of small but significant improvements to the boat that could only come from someone with a lifetime of sailing experience. By the end of his visit, we had a long list of things that needed to be done on the boat, but she had passed Robin's scrutiny. A nice strong boat to sail around the world, he wrote in the visitor's book before leaving. Quite a compliment considering the state we had been in less than a year back. Thus far, the maximum I had sailed Madai was for an overnight trip with Robin Ratnagar and Otavio. It was time to take her someplace now, show her off a bit and gather some sea miles under the keel. Mumbai was the obvious choice. She had been registered at Mumbai, so officially that was her home port. I had planned to sail alone, having had my share of crew searches during my training voyages on other boats earlier. It would have been difficult to sail those boats alone, so I didn't have an option. Now, finally, I had a boat that was rigged to be sailed alone, and I had every intention of making the best of it. When I told Admiral Auti about my plan, he asked if he could sail with me. It was impossible to refuse him, though I was a little worried about his age. I have no problem, sir, as long as your wife allows you. Can you ask her first? I said, knowing well that his wife would be worried about her 82-year-old husband sailing out with an untested boat and skipper. I'm not sure how he managed it, but a couple of hours later he called me, all excited, to tell me that his wife was okay with him sailing on Madi as long as I was on board. We sailed out of Goa on the morning of 3rd March 2009 and planned to be ready with the sails up as the sea breeze picked up by noon. We were expected to reach Mumbai by noon on 5th March 2009 to be in time for a welcome planned by the Western Naval Command. The work on the boat had continued till the day I left and more was still required to be done. Though I had been involved in fitting the equipment, things were still new to me. During the sailing so far, Ratnagar and Otavio had always been on board to sort out problems. I didn't have that luxury anymore. We motored out of the Mandovi River and I set sail with the Admiral taking the wheel. The sea breeze was yet to pick up, so I decided to continue motoring for a while longer and started filling up the fuel day tank to enable the engine to continue running. The engine, however, didn't seem to like that idea, spluttered a bit in protest and died. As I was moving around, alternating between setting up the boat to sail towards safe waters and trying to figure out what had gone wrong with the engine, the Admiral started telling me to head back to harbour. What happened? asked worried Admiral. I'm not sure. I'm trying to figure out. I replied absentmindedly, trying to think. I think we should go back to the harbour. Get the problem rectified and then head for Mumbai. Don't worry about the ETA at Mumbai. I will handle it with the CNC. Just ask Ratnagar to send a boat to tow us in, he urged, looking worried. I mumbled something, still trying to figure out the problem. Returning back to harbour was the last thing on my mind. I said, let's head back now, said the Admiral, raising his voice and getting impatient. Realizing that it was time to assert the skipper's authority, I stood before him, looked squarely in his face and told him as evenly as I could, Sir, 
she's a sailboat and as long as the sails are up she can keep moving we have sufficient food and water to reach mumbai even with the worst winds so enjoy the sail while i try to figure out the problem we are not turning back i managed to zero down the problem to airlocks in the fuel line of the engine and with a little help from the admiral got it running again a few days later after we had finished the trip safely i got a letter from the admiral confessing what he had been up to that day would my probation never end i thought as i read his letter with a smile your determination came through loud and clear on the very first morning out of goa when the engine decided to stall i tried a bait you did not bite it you got the engine going i was happy to see your determined approach to your task well done i also appreciated your rather matter of fact manner in dealing with me i do not like psychophants you are not one of them thankfully the rest of the trip turned out to be as interesting by the next morning trying to look for a decent breeze and in an effort to avoid fishing traffic close to the coast we had opened out over 15 nautical miles from the land our satellite communication set had stopped working and the navy had lost track of us which in itself wouldn't have been so bad unfortunately a worried mrs outy rang up the commander in chief of the western naval command in the morning asking about her husband's whereabouts and all hell broke loose on the boat we were blissfully unaware of this and we were enjoying a nice hot breakfast the admiral far more experienced in naval matters asked me if i had heard anything from the navy since the night before i told him about our communication problem and assured him that i was trying to close course to get within mobile phone range to enable me to pass our position to the navy i think we should hear something from them in an hour i'll be surprised if we don't he said confidently sure enough in less than an hour i heard a naval reconnaissance aircraft calling us on the vhf communication set trying to establish contact and ascertain our position the aircraft flew over us in a couple of minutes and was followed by a string of visitors in the form of navy and coast guard ships in the vicinity all of whom had been told to keep an eye out for us we reached mumbai with a stiff 18 knots breeze behind us it was great to romp about in mumbai harbor for a while before finally motoring inside the naval dockyard and being received ceremonially by the cnc it was a special day for me full of mixed emotions it would have been my dad's 67th birthday had he been alive he loved working with his hands and would have enjoyed helping me build and sail mahadev also at the other end of the pier my first and only naval command insdb t55 was getting decommissioned life did seem to have moved on a press conference followed the reception my first about the project and quite an introduction to what i would be facing in the future as i reached home after telling the same story to half a dozen reporters i got a call from a reporter from a hindi tv channel he had interviewed me a while ago and wanted some clarifications urgently before airing the interview i deliberately returned the interview in roman hindi to allow people who understand hindi to better appreciate the humor reporter hame bataya gaya hai ki aapki boat hawa se chalti hai kya hai sach hai we been told your boat moves by wind power is it true me ji yes reporter par hame pata chala hai ki usme electricity hai but i have come to know that you have electricity on board obviously thinking i caught you you been hoodwinking everyone using electricity to run the boat and telling the world that it runs on thin air here is my scoop electricity boat ke instruments aur light chalati hai par boat hawa se chalti hai the electricity is used for the boat's instruments and lights but the boat is powered by wind sorry no scoop here so the next one is trip mein aap kis jagah par rukenge 
which places will you stop at during the trip australia new zealand falklands and south africa acha okay australia new zealand scotland south africa no no not scotland falklands i gave up after spelling it out to him twice and hearing scotland again and again so now i had to add another 15000 miles to my trip and then came the best part humne suna hai ki aapke boat mein 900 ton ke keel lage hain i heard that you have 900 ton nails fitted in your boat an image of a nail the size of a bridge's girder flashed before me 900 ton nahi keel 9 ton ka hai puri boat ka wazan 23 ton hai not 900 the keel weighs 9 tons the entire boat weighs 23 tons aise 900 ton ke kitne keel boat mein lage hain so how many such 900 ton nails are fitted boat mein kitne keel how many nails in a boat i was wondering whether to tell him there are hundreds or thousands and that one cannot keep track of the number of nails fitted on a wooden boat till i realized what the problem was ye keel hindi wala keel nahi boat ke ek part ko angrezi mein keel kehte hain jiska wazan 9 ton hai this keel is not the keel you are referring to in hindi which means a nail the boat has a part that is called a keel in english and it weighs 9 tons thankfully the interview ended there